0: Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80, and your smart speakers. Man, I'll tell you what. Those are Keys dogs. By the way, we're presented by Progressive Insurance. You can call us at 888-ESPN-729-3776. You can hit us up at Max. Got a lot to talk about today. What do you think about that comeback? A
1: lot of, a lot of crying dogs last Should night. Should the
0: Warriors, in fact, be favorites to win the whole thing? They are now. What do you think about Aaron Boone walking uh, Miguel Cabrera? What? There's this all kinds respectful. of stuff going on today. Listen, that was an incredible comeback. If you are, I mean, right now, the Grizz, if you're the T-Wolves, you're like, we got game one, and Edwards looked amazing, and da-da-da. Oh, you know, boy, they let that one get away. Woo, they let that one get away. The Grizz come back from 26 down. Meantime, Steph Curry and Jordan Poole and Klay Thompson, three dudes in the backcourt, give you 80. Not only 80, but it's not like one dude went for 50 and the other two went for 15. It's 27, 27, 26 for Klay. Oh, here's Steph Curry with Kendra Andrews on ESPN after the game.
1: Coming into the playoffs, we talked about we're going to have to figure it out on the fly. A lot of people talked about, like, that might be a cop-out answer because we've been together for so long. But it doesn't mean that it's going to click. And, you know, like you said, we came in, we were really focused, energetic in the first half, built a big lead. They're going to fight. They're an NBA team. They they have an ego, and and they did. But we responded, finished the game down the stretch, which was huge. Uh, And we did it a lot of different ways. So a lot to build on. Can't get complacent, though. So as soon as we walk off the court, we're done celebrating. Damn, I love when teams show you that they're hungry. I love that. Up 3-0 and hungry. Just out here, just just taking, getting blood from people. Here, here's the thing that I think is so unique about the situation that the Warriors are in, Key, is that you're bringing Steph off the bench, and there's a lot of conversation about, should Steph go back to the starting lineup? But just let me give you some inside basketball knowledge. So, right now, what typically happens with starters, is starters, starters play the first seven minutes of the first quarter – And sometimes they come out. There's different rotations, right? So when you're going against a team like Denver, first seven minutes, and then when you bring Steph in, Steph is usually going against the second unit of Denver. So what happens is you're bringing the first and all-time unanimous MVP off the bench to start to get cooking against the second unit that gives such a huge boost to them offensively And you're also getting touches for Jordan Poole earlier in the game. So Jordan's cooking earlier. You know what Steph is doing right now. And I know people probably want to change the lineup and bring Steph back in. But I think as of right now that you you keep it the way it is, especially against Denver, you're going to sweep Denver. Like, that's done. You're going to sweep Denver. And going into if you play Memphis in the next round, that puts Memphis at such a disadvantage and I, I know you could probably tinker with it. And, look, you could, you're probably going to end up starting Steph. But I like having Steph come off the bench. And I know it's crazy to say, but just think about what I'm saying. They're bringing Steph off the bench. Key, if it ain't yeah, broke, he, don't you, fix it.
2: <clears throat> yeah, but you're bringing him off the bench for a couple things, though, Jay, right? What you just said from a a strategic game plan standpoint of having him go up against the second unit. But also remember, coming, off coming back off an yeah, injury. I understand. So yeah. you figure when you look at them from a scouting report standpoint, you're like, okay here's what we're going to do. We feel like our first unit can handle them enough, and then Steph can be part of that second unit, which essentially kicks us into a first unit B. Uh, not a first unit A, but a first unit B, because Steph is still on the floor, and it allows us to bring him along slowly with the with the injury, continue to do that, and then if they <clears throat> happen to see Memphis, then you can switch it up based on the way you think Memphis plays. You say to yourself, we could either start him, or we could keep him on the bench if we like the way the lineup is. You know, you know something? That, to me, there's also a larger issue.
0: Other than what you guys are saying is logical, it's rational, it makes sense. In life, I think everyone experiences this. You get in, in the zone, right? And by the way, there are hot streaks if you're a better or you can just have a run of luck in your life almost. And it's like, and, and by the hot streaks actually do exist. And there are reasons for them and they're sometimes hard to tell. But if it ain't broke, don't fix it. If something's working for you, why would you not stay with it until it stops working for you? So if this is working for the Warriors right now, this is, by the way, even like the Kershaw thing when when he got yanked with 80 pitches in a perfect game, to me, batter by batter. You know, just take it batter by batter. Take it game by game, even if you think, you know what, we want to start Steph in the next series because they're going to sweep Denver. We all know that. Okay. But if you're undefeated with Steph coming off the bench, I'm not touching that until we lose a game. Then I'll think about starting him.
2: Yeah, but then you're going up against Memphis because you, you're going to be undefeated. You're getting ready to break out the vacuum on the Nuggets, so you're going to be undefeated rolling into the next one. And the next one most likely is going to be Memphis. And if that's the case, what if that the way you're playing it against Denver doesn't work, doesn't fit? that personnel grouping that you're going to be going up against Memphis, and you got to start, Steph, even though they you're show that to Max. Key Max. Yeah. Jay, Jay, it's like
0: in boxing. I know you like the fight game. If you throw a right hand and the guy has no answer for it, keep throwing, throwing the, the right, right hand, hand until he shows you. Now, I understand yeah, Key's but like it's, different. A different it's a different it's opponent. It's a different opponent. But, different. but I I'm think still I would throwing it until someone has an answer. Yeah,
1: I'm with you. I would tinker with it. I would, I would talk it through with the team because the only thing about this, and to Key's point, your first two games are in Memphis. They're in Memphis. You're on the road. So, like, you, you want to steal one of those games. Which lineup gives you the best chance to steal that? It's probably coming out with Steph, maybe. But, Jay, I see that. And, Key,
0: I see that opposite. I see you're on the road. You're not supposed to win on the road. That actually gives me a little runway to stay with I'm what gonna... I'm doing. Because yeah. if I lose game one, so what? I lost game one on the road. They, all they did was defend home court. I still got a chance to to get home court back in the series by winning game two. But what if Steph off the bench yeah. works in game one? But
2: what but what makes you think that Steph's starting, they still not gonna get eighty out of the three because Jordan Poole's been pretty much cooking for a minute now. Yeah. But I, so I and Klay Thompson. Has what Jay been, said, you, know, you got you got Steph going against second units. Second, yeah, but I, they the still one. but but going against second units has allowed has allowed Jordan Poole to get into a rhythm, but Jordan Poole was still in a rhythm. At times when Steph was on the court, he just wasn't yeah. scoring twenty-seven. All I'm saying, Key, still is playing like, pretty good.
1: Jordan Poole is cooking right now. Leave it alone. He is cooking. I mean, he could cook regardless of when he comes off the bench. But him starting right now, he is cooking. Like Clay Thompson last night had twenty-six. Like, but it wasn't an impactful twenty-six. Jordan Poole, impactful twenty-six. Like you felt it. It feels like. And I, I, like this is not creating. You know disturbance, right? But it feels like you know what Steph is, but Jordan Poole is right there, and it feels like then you got Clay, then you got Andrew Wiggins. It just—it's like Jordan Poole and Steph. It feels like well, that, I ain't that, touch. Wow, I am man. messing with that formula.
0: I ain't coming out with new Coke. I got the original thing. It's working. I'm—I'm not, I'm not doing anything.
1: Jokic, if Coca-Cola you can hear me, key.
0: keys giving me a look. Coca-Cola. And, and I didn't has. Say anything. I'm just saying. I got Joker, the formula right now. I'm not Joker, you.
1: if you can hear me, you have to get one game if you're the MVP. If you're the MVP and you're going to have me come on national TV and radio and debate guys like Max and Keyshawn and Alan Gates, who all believe that you're not the MVP, and Stephen A. Smith, you have to get one damn game. You have to make plays down the stretch when it really matters. You can't turn the ball over on a lob pass to Aaron Gordon. You can't allow Draymond Green to strip you. And I know I'm asking a lot. I know you have 37 to 15, but when it comes to impactful Memorable moments, you have to be there, and I High know that they played well, but you got to yeah. be real, man. High leverage. Got to give me one. Yep. AI, Kobe, yep. all these they've other former MVPs, when they've been under they've gotten you at least one game, at least make it a gentleman sweep. Game four at home, you better get that one game.
2: Will your team to victory?
0: I mean, I Come on, get. Man. One I'm, game. I'm, I'm with Jay 100. Key. I get. The fact is that without Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr., they got no wins it. Yeah, we in get the it. series. But Jokic should be able to get a game here. He And the reason he didn't is because in the biggest moments he came up small. And Period. Max, is well, it unfair? Uh, yeah, but he's an MVP. We're going to ask you to do unfair things. By the way, this receiver market is going bananas in the NFL and people want to get paid. Key's trying to come out of retirement maybe. Winnie,
2: mean, no, I'm not. Don't lie Debo
0: Samuel asking for a trade. Key wants a deal in the NFL. No. Our insider <laughs> tells us if Debo... Is going to get what he wants. That's next on ESPN Radio and ESPN 2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the
1: podcast.
0: And Jeremy Fowler is here.
1: Let's All right, it. Jeremy. I see the shirt matching the socks. I see the. I see the hey, the man. style game coming
4: when out you today. The to KJM, you got to bring the heat oh, oh, every time. Do mm-hmm. Fowler does it
0: every time. Jeremy Debo Samuels wants a trade. He, he's told that to Jeff Darlington. Is that hot news or not news?
4: Yeah, it's it is only hot news. Like I know we debate this and go back and forth. This is this is de- very much hot news because Debo Samuels, a guy in his prime top ten weapon in the league, mm. usually these things work out. You get your contract, you get your money. 49ers are like, look, we will pay you. Let's work some out. He's like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm just going to leave. Like, it, it's pretty massive news. It's sort of I, – I don't want to say it's unprecedented because guys do request trades, and, and if they're uncomfortable with their contract situation, they want to move on now more than ever. But but this is unique. I mean, the 49ers want to do it. He's a perfect fit there. Like, just three months ago, we were talking about, hey, how great it is that you're this hybrid running back receiver, and he seemed to embrace it, and the 49ers were having fun and knocking off the Packers, and it's just all gone sour. he saw everyone get guaranteed 70-plus. He's like, hold on, timeout. What do you think, Key? (laughs) No,
2: it's certainly hot news. It's smoking hot news because any time a player of Debo Samuel uh, pedigree decides that he wants out and he requests a trade publicly – as he told our Jeff Darlington, you don't tell a team you want out publicly unless you want out publicly, and I understand what Jeremy is saying right there. They certainly do want to pay him, but guess what? They don't want to pay him like one of the top wide receivers. They want to pay him like a running back. So in the end, he's like, hold on, man. These dudes just got $27 million. I have 1,400 yards in the air, another 300 on the ground. I can do the damn math. That's 1,700 yards. (laughs) I I, want to get paid. And they're like, well, we want to pay you, but we don't want to pay you like that.
1: Jeremy, fan question here. When I see Debo Samuel like a tweet of the Dallas Cowboys, can I just go ahead and say it for Dallas Cowboy fans? Because a lot of them ask me this. I'm not saying San Francisco will do it. Yeah. Debo Samuel for Zeke Elliott?
4: No, there's no way the 49ers would do that. I said
1: there's no way they would do that. Yeah. Like, is there a way to make – I mean, Debo, the, the, play for the Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys? Would How probably, would you have to do it? Yes.
4: The, the Cowboys would probably like that. But they just dumped Amari Cooper because they didn't want to pay him $20 million a year. And I know. By the way, it's not a slam dunk that this deal gets done because of that. The Jets are desperate, though. I, I, I think the Jets could do it. It is hot news, but you know what's
0: not news? That teams will look for every excuse to pay you less, and you will look for every way to get paid more. And that's what's going that's, on here, right? That part's not news. The fact that it's Debo is hot news. Jimmy G... Speaking of Debo, told SiriusXM, I love this, I'm not where I want to be at. Obviously, the shoulder surgery went well, and I've been hearing about he'd be open to a, right, wasn't there some somewhere reported he would be open to a package deal with Debo? That would be interesting for a place like Carolina, according to Mike D, right? Hot news or not news? Yeah,
4: I'm going to go not news because it's sort of wishful thinking, like there's no concrete evidence that that can or would happen you know you talk about Carolina I think there's a chance Jimmy Garoppolo ends up in Carolina in fact I think there's probably a better chance of that than Baker Mayfield I think Mm. they're torn on Baker Mayfield there Garoppolo would be probably the safer option Uh, you know Carolina has playmakers they don't necessarily need Debo Samuel although you would take him. but they don't have a lot of draft capital you're not going to give an extra first round pick up just to get Debo in the future uh and so the the news to me is more that Garoppolo's putting out the fire that he's not going to be ready to throw till July or August, and that he's going to be a problem for a team in 2023 because he can't throw the ball on his injured shoulder. He's like, look, I'm going to be good here soon. Mm. and you know It's probably overdue for him to come out publicly like that. Jimmy G's yes, shoulder it's, it's surgery went news. well? Mm-hmm. It's not
2: news at all. He's just letting you know the shoulder surgery went well. Yeah. He's not where he wants to be, not in San Francisco, but his shoulder recovery, and hopefully he will be there in time for the season to start. As far as the Carolina situation goes, Jeremy's just said that they don't have the capital to give up and the players in Carolina like a Robbie Anderson are not really open to Baker Mayfield joining the team. And for my money, I think at the end of the day, we see Jimmy Garoppolo run it back in San Francisco one more time. Wow. I
1: love when a player makes a statement and it started with a low and then it goes to a high. Like, I'm not where I want to be, but the surgery went well. <laughs> but it went well. It's like, what are you saying? What does that mean? Great congratulations surgery well like you right. have a long way to go like are you going to be ready like we'll just we'll find out when you're ready when you start throwing the ball
4: if you say you're not where you want to be there's probably a little bit of worry yes, exactly internally, thank you maybe it's not you know you're not and
2: where you it's also be. and i'm also putting that out there because i don't want to
4: be in carolina and i don't want them to trade for me and i'd just <laughs> rather be in san francisco and mm-hmm. stay here See, it's, Trey Lance mm-hmm. is the guy there though he's got indications that he's going to be the starter unless like they just can't trade grapple and he's stuck there But, like, Lance is the guy.
0: Look, the question is whether what Jimmy G said about his shoulders, hot news or not news. I'm adding the other stuff, but I'll tell you what. The idea of Jimmy G and Debo as a package deal to a place like Carolina, to me, would be super hot news because I think immediately they become a contender.
1: If they have those two guys, they're a contender. Can we change the rules of the game? Can, like, can we just make I'm it there. what we want to talk about instead of the actual question? Maybe.
0: Titans do not foresee trading A.J. Brown. Is that hot news or not news, Jeremy? Say that one more time.
4: Titans on, do Titans?
0: not foresee trading A.J. Brown.
4: Uh, I would say that's in the context of what's going on with these receivers. It is hot news because it's actually pretty stable there in Tennessee from the fact that A.J. Brown has been in touch with people there. He's talked to coaches like things are good. There's there's no vibe there that he's not going to be there long term. So, if you're Tennessee there and you're a Titans fan, there's relief there that that can get done. It's not like the Debo Samuel situation where it's all falling apart. So, I say hot news because of that. It's important for Tennessee that's going to pay a lot of guys, Jeffrey Simmons, uh, Derek Henry, they're probably going to repay him eventually, and then you got A.J. Brown, he'll get paid.
2: Yeah, I say it's not news, and that's because our own Diana Rossini came on this show and talked about the fact that they want to get it done with A.J., and they like A.J., and yeah. they're trying to work on it. So it's not news at all. They don't have any other receivers that they need exactly. or have to go to anyway. And if you bring in Ryan Tannehill back and they played together, it's yeah. his major security blanket. They allowed Corey Davis to walk in free agency in a year ago. So now you got your core group still together, and Derrick Henry, Ryan Tannehill, along with Brown, you're going to be fine.
1: So I'm saying Brown is the one guy that keeps the passing game honest, you know, to a degree. Like the one yeah. the one guy like what it makes yeah. no like Tennessee's gonna keep him. Like he's gonna be there.
0: He's real good. Yeah. Chase Edmonds and Patrick Peterson <laughs> do not think that Kyler will finish
4: his career with the Cardinals. Is that Ooh. hot news or not news? Ooh. It's not news because Kyler Murray basically went against them and said, hey, guys, I love Arizona. I want to win a championship here. If he would have gone silent and let that marinate or even just liked it, like we talked about with Debo and the Cowboys, what if he just liked that tweet that was out there? That would have been great. That would have been hot news. But, he, you know, he's playing nice right now because he came out hot. He and his agent early in the offseason saying, we got to get this done. Now our offer's off the table. You know, they playing hardball. Their there.
0: offers off the table. It's like, you know that money that I said that you would
2: give me? I'm taking it back. <laughs> right. <laughs> not, not news. We can move on. Not news. Oh, yeah. Man, yeah,
1: not, yeah. News. not I mean, news. I mean, this is like an emotional rollerco- like roller coaster type relationship. It just highs, lows. Like you, volatility becomes the consistent theme.
0: only reason I would say it's hot news is for him to be playing ball like this, someone talked
4: to someone and he knows he's about to get paid. Right? I hate like, you. I love practice. you. I hate yeah. you. I want to yeah. win here. I hate yeah. you. He knows he's not getting traded and that there's they're gonna try to hash this out contractually. So he's it's not happy.
0: news. Makai Becton is not at Jets voluntary
4: off season activity. Hot news or not news? It's lukewarm news. Sneaky Uh-oh. hot news. Because okay. I mean, this is a team that has two picks in the top ten. They're probably thinking, hey, we would not like to have to draft an offensive tackle because we got my guy Becton. Right. The guy we drafted two years ago to be our cornerstone left tackle. Mm-hmm. And there are all these whispers of whether he's in shape, out of shape. And now he's not here and he's been injured. Like, do you know what you have? And, and I don't know that they really do. So do, I, it's not out of the realm of possibility. They have to draft a tackle Ooh. with the fourth or the tenth pick. I don't. At the end of the day, I think they'll go pass rush and wide receiver. But I mean, it's, it's got to be on the table.
2: Yeah, it's not news to me because it's voluntary. It's the off season. Right. Guys get the opportunity to come in or not come in. A lot of guys have other plans of means of training, especially in today's professional sports world in the NFL. They don't necessarily want to be stuck in the city in which they play in the offseason because they can get the same work done football acclimated things, work out with their personal trainers yeah. in South Florida, in California, in Arizona, in warm weather climates, they feel much better at doing this. We see it all over the league. So there is no antenna or panic meter that goes up for me when I see someone not there for voluntary workouts that they right. can't find you for.
0: Yeah. Jay, Jay, you know what, though? You know why it's this hot news on this show? Because Evan Wilner's pick for this the is, Jets yep. on our, in our mock draft yesterday, yep. Evan Neal was sitting there, and Evan drafted him for the Jets at 10 overall, which I think is great value. I agreed yeah, with Evan. He, he might, he might he be the number one 10. guy in the draft. Right. And Evan was roundly criticized for that pick. Who, cre- yeah, who got you? Mel Kuyper
2: ripped Mel Kuiper. Kuiper. Yeah. Oh,
0: Mel Kuyper. Yeah. When Mel Kuyper's ripping you for a draft pick, oh, yeah. it's a bad feeling. But Evan, <laughs> do you feel vindicated by this Mekhi Becton news at all?
5: I do, and I'm going to quote the great uh, former GM of the Colts. Who the hell is Mel Kuyper? <laughs> <laughs>
4: what a poll that one was. <laughs> yeah. From the archives. <laughs> wow. Wow. Awesome. wow! Mel's not going back on the, the show anymore. Just
0: say that. Yeah. The reaction... Um, around the league to Debo Samuel. We're going to be getting into that in a second. But, um, look, I agree – with the Becton Becton thing, it's voluntary. I get yeah. it. I get it. He's but you with know, a knee
4: issue. He missed the yes. whole year. The, the other thing yeah, is, but, go, I can, but, he but looks I can And his whole career a
2: rookie. But Jeremy, I can do that right wherever he's at with my trainer. I go in, I get my PT
4: going. <laughs> right, but he's not I going to the, the trainer out. is the issue. Like, well, you know, he's the going he's to train cable.
2: That's what he's been
4: going. <laughs> to. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but to me,
0: Becton is sneaky <laughs> hot news though for real because he. I thought he was real good. Real fast, yes. and then he gets hurt. And when you think about, you're trying to build, and then they Vera Tucker, and they have bet. You think, okay, yeah. left side locked down, left tackle, yeah. left guard, quarterback. Then they go out and get more offensive linemen. They're doing it the right way. Well, when an enormous, literally and figuratively yeah. piece goes down, that's a that's a big deal. And now you got two picks high up, and you may have to burn one on a tackle. Right? No, no yeah.
2: you're not.
1: burning He's incredibly one talented. Tackle. They'll they'll bank that. on him for
4: another year. Yeah, you're That's
0: not. It. Bank.
2: But, but Jeremy,
1: would you bank no. on him? No, personality-wise, like understanding, like whether he wants to show up or not, is that a guy that you buy into? Because we talk you, about that with Kayvon have to. Thibodeau. You we talk have about. To. I know you have to, but we we talk about that on the show with Kayvon Thibodeau and the draft coming up. Right? Key questions: hey, certain personality yeah. traits.
4: The talent is there, right. but is the
1: commitment? Size is there to get to reaching yeah. your
4: potential? There. I don't know the answer to that. I, I they're hopeful. I, I you hear that like they were in a good place with him for the most part. Like when you talk to people there in the building, you know. So I, I, I don't really know. There were some questions coming out of the draft, and then he came out hot and looked great. He, he's, you know, he's a cornerstone talent. So they're just hoping that that falls in line. And they can still take if they took a tackle. It's not like Makai Beckton couldn't play for him this year, right? Yeah. They could, you know. They could and Neil slide played the right on the right tackle. side in yeah. college too. Yeah, they're options.
2: Yeah, they got they got plenty of options. I think the only problem with him is people in building worry about his weight. His yeah, weight that, function that weights, he can get up to 350 in a, in a heartbeat. And so I think that is kind of, you know, something that they, they worry about. But in the end, whether he's in New Jersey or or, or Louisville or Florida, L.A., there's restaurants and there's food everywhere. So <laughs> that's not the issue. The issue real talk? Is, I
1: miss yeah. training tables, man. Man, they had everything. Yeah. It key, they had everything. You put it's it all different, on it's different, oh, my goodness. It's
2: different now, though, Jay, than when we play. The training tables are different now. They got gourmet, like, organic, everything. everything. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Jay, by the way, Jay has a message to one NBA player. Thank you, Jeremy, as always. And, yeah. by the way, you can Thanks, catch guys. more of Jeremy on Get Up 8 a.m. today. Jay's – wait till you hear this, though. Jay's message to one NBA player – And I'm going to tell – I won't reveal who the player is, but, Jay, I'm going to reveal your message. Okay. You ain't LeBron. No, you're not. P.J. Carlissimo is with us giving you the straight talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless here on Keyshawn J. Axe, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80, and your smart speakers. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. He's giving you the straight talk from Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. P.J. is calling tomorrow night's game three. Celtics Nets nets alongside Mark Kessler on ESPN Radio, 7 p.m. Listen to what Carl Anthony Towns said at the T-Wolves post-game presser.
5: Oh, you guys are up 25 in the third. It seems like everything is going your way. Just how did you feel it slip away from you guys, and why couldn't you stop the bleeding when
1: it was? Uh, They hit shots when they needed to hit them. It's pretty simple as that. They just hit shots when they needed to hit shots for you just what did you see out there and why did it why was it so hard
5: next for you question. to get
3: ball as a leader on this team how do you go about just trying to maybe pick guys up or, or pick the collective mood of the team up go home drink some wine the next day i mean that's really simple you know just uh decompress um decompress
1: number one Carl Anthony Towns, you're not LeBron James. You have not won multiple NBA championships to say I'm gonna go home and drink wine in year seven, your first time getting to the playoffs like this. That's number one. Number two. PJ, how the hell are you gonna say next question? Who who is Carl Anthony Towns? I and and, and when you look at the stat line, thirty three minutes, PJ, four points. Four excuse me, eight points, four shots. Five fouls, five rebounds. Like I at least come to the table with some humbleness.
6: Am I wrong here? You I mean you no, as a coach I, I, it hurts me to agree with you. Right? And the I love Cat. Question, that's my dude. I, I've got to agree with you already, but uh you know I'm old, persnickety, uh take your pick. Uh that would have been a tough one. Uh it, it's uh not easy you dealt with it uh for a good chunk of your life but that's uh, that's surprising to put it mildly It'd be concerning uh if you're a coach if you're a player obviously you know him better if, you, if he's your teammate and uh I, I think not not a good choice of words uh i do like the idea of wine but um <laughs> pro- probably better kept kept quiet or after a win maybe more appropriate after a win sounds better all right pj i
1: have to ask you this and I, I am very sensitive to this kind of stuff because I think he has done a phenomenal job with this team. And Chris Finch signed an extension in April, deserving of the extension. But I watched him in game two leave Carl Anthony Towns in, trusting that player. And obviously, he only played 24 minutes, and it put them in a, in a bind. But Memphis goes in a 21-0 run late in the game.
6: Why don't you call a timeout to try to stop the run? What's the reasoning behind that? Well, again, I, I don't see them enough uh, to know. There, there's always been a few. Phil was one of them. There, there's a number of coaches. Pop sometimes would get like that, but very rarely. Uh, I don't ever recall anybody scoring 21 in a row against us. It probably happened. But, um, you know, some coaches just feel it's that. I, I, I think, I've, and I, I want to represent Phil Jackson Uh, Accurately. He he said sometimes, Hey, figure uh, it out. I got nothing to say. You guys figure it out. You've been here before. Um, That's usually more appropriate with the veteran team. It's usually more appropriate with a group you've had together. And you you did burn a timeout one time, didn't make any difference. 10 went to 20, went to 30. Um, You've seen those. Uh, It it was surprising. But, uh, you know, again, I'm sitting here with you guys in the studio, and Chris is coaching as you said uh, he's got an extension a, a well deserved extension, so uh, he knows what he knows what he's doing with this team but uh obviously he felt that was the way to go it's not like he's sitting there by himself on the bench yeah, yeah. he's got a bunch of he's got more assistance than uh we had when when, <laughs> when you were playing and i and i was coaching so it occurred to him for sure and he and he decided not to i think you know the, the fair thing is let's see let's see how they respond mm-hmm. uh let's see how cat uh, plays next game and certainly let's see how that team plays
2: coach enough of the t wolves they they don't deserve to be talked about anymore <laughs> right i mean let's talk about the grizzlies though what did you make of The comeback, the way that they stormed back down by 26 to beat the T-Wolves.
6: Really, really impressive, Key, particularly given, you know, what happened uh, the prior two games. I mean, you know, they're they're a a young team. Uh, Now, again, we had them last year. It's not like it's the first trip to the playoffs. But, again, uh, to have the, I'd call it, borderline great year that they had to go into the playoffs on such a plus and then to, you know, not, certainly not embarrass themselves, but certainly not acquit themselves really well in the two home games to be in that big a hole on the road, a lot, a lot of teams might have rolled over and said, we'll get the next one, or uh, it's amazing to go on the run they, they went. Kesty texted me. I was out to dinner with some people in the family, and Kesty texted me the run. And then re- as it was as it was going, it was uh, it was incredible. But uh, I was really impressed with the team. I think it was a real strong statement by a team that's still a young team. Uh, And on the road, first playoff game this year on the road, uh, strong, strong, strong statement. Strong,
1: All right, so we were having this conversation
6: earlier, and I was explaining to the guys that Stephen Curry
1: coming off the bench for the Golden State Warriors, who that actually matches him up against as it relates to Denver in their second unit? And how much of an advantage is you have a unanimous MVP playing against the second unit that keeps the offense going? So if they sweep Denver, which it looks like they will, would you keep that lineup going into the next series if you're going against Memphis?
6: Or do you switch Steph back to the starting position? Now, this is a guy I'll second guess, Kerr, because he kills me every time that, that we do a game. And uh, he, he usually goes something like, well, adjustments are hard if you're coaching against somebody like, Chris Finch, but if you're coaching against somebody like P.J., it's easy. I mean, you don't, you don't even worry about it. So, yeah, Steve Kerr, what are you doing there? Uh, I think he's going to change it. I, I, I just think it's it's going to become, uh, I believe, going forward, um, a question of minutes. If, if you don't start, it's hard to get, get somebody big minutes. So, I think as Steph's minutes mount, as, as whatever restriction he's on, if, in fact, he's on a restriction, uh, it's hard to get uh, one of your prime players uh, big minutes if you don't start him because you know the minutes are out the window and now he's got to play a big segment of of a small remaining part. So I think he'll change it and I, I think Steph's just used to um, starting to begin with. I would not like to be the coach on the other team though. Like you're in there, you're hanging in like it's 12-8, 12 a. And you're going and then you look down and you go. <laughs> Hasn't even put Steph in yet. What's, <laughs> Steph what, hasn't touched what, the what's ball. going on? He's putting. He's going to put him in now. So uh, I, I think he'll. I it's think he'll, I think he'll go back. Oh, if it's related to him, I know he's not up at whatever time this is uh, on the West Coast right now. But if it's related to him, he may think about. It, he said, well, "God, if PJ thinks I should do it, maybe I should go the other way." So we'll see.
2: <laughs> no, that that that's what I was trying to let the guys know that he'll probably go the other way. Because Steph was coming off an injury anyway, Coach, right? He, you want to kind of bring him along, see what it is, and then at the same time, you know, like Jay says, that he could take advantage of the second unit. Well, but the game plan might certainly be different against, let's call it, Memphis because of the style of play in which Memphis plays. So that's that was my take on the situation. No, uh, yeah,
3: I'm with
6: you, Key. I, I think he'll, he'll feel that way. But I think getting him the amount of minutes and then secondly – For most players, uh, as Jay can tell you, when somebody gets hurt, it's really funny sometimes when one of your best players gets hurt and you got to bump everybody up just a slot. A lot of times coaches won't change the lineup. They'll just bring somebody else in. And that's kind of a rude awakening sometimes for the lesser players, if you will, because all of a sudden they're playing against the front-line guys, and it's like, whoa, it's a little bit different here. I like like the rotation the other way. Um, Steph's not somebody you're concerned with. I don't care who they're playing. (laughs) And who the starters are who's coming off the bench, Steph's, uh, Steph's going to like the matchup. There's no matchup. He's going to go, ooh, I wish I was coming off I'll, the bench.
0: I'll, I'll defer to P.J. <laughs> Carlissimo. I know exactly. in baseball, if you can't hit the curveball, I'm going to keep throwing you the curveball. If you can't stop the right hand in boxes, keep throwing the right hand. And if this lineup is working, I'm not touching it until it <laughs> stops working. But P.J. Carlissimo knows a lot more basketball than me. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, presented by Progressive Insurance. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate Absolutely. it. Why, Jay thinks the top seed in the East still doesn't have enough star power to win it all. G-Sean, Jay Will,
7: and Max, the podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P unsportsmanlike.
6: Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
0: Keyshawn, J. Willimax, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, and your smart speakers. When PJ, agreed with you guys. Hey, like you know, You got to put Steph in the starting hey. lineup. Hey. Man, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, ain't broke, don't fix it, but I will defer. Uh, <laughs> meantime.
5: You, you guys want to play it. Rep Reality here? Who? Oh, Let's played, do it. What is that game? Let's do it. Rep Reality is brought to you by Napa. And Napa, when it comes to serving you, our motor never quits. From next day delivery to getting involved with the local communities, that's the Napa know-how. Jimmy Butler can be the best player on a championship team, Jay. Is that reputation or is that reality?
1: Miami Heat fans, I don't know, Key. I'm yeah, they, starting to somewhat maybe become. Got you confused. I'm starting somewhat to maybe become a believer. Mark it down, post it, let it go viral. I, I I'm starting to say this, maybe a reputation. I, because I'm looking at the way things are panning out, and the, yo, Miami looks good. Miami looks really good, and I'm starting to think that he, they may have a legitimate chance to do it, and I know. I haven't been seeing him like but I'm not saying number one option, but I'm saying a guy that can close games down the stretch. I'm starting to look at Jimmy Butler as that guy. So I, uh, I may say reputation.
2: No, I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it's the reality. The reality part of it is I think he can be the guy to close things You're out. You're both saying you reality.
1: Know? Yeah. Yeah, reality. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, because you oh, said yeah, reputation. Yeah. Yeah, you I was mean just like, yeah. No, you meant it's a reality. Rep- you're saying that if he can't, be, yeah, be, right. but can But it's can be. I say he can't? It's can be. Can. can okay, be. all right, yeah. so that's reality. I'm saying reality. Yep. I'm yeah, to you're believe it. saying reality. i He certainly
2: it. can be reality with Jimmy Butler, no question about it. He may not give you the 35, the 40, the 28, the 35, and the 40, but he's going to be the main piece that of that championship team or whatever other championship team that he would have go to. He Not gave only you forty the other night.
0: I would say it's reality, and I think he can give you the thirty-eight, the twenty-eight, the, the you just said, key. I think he can do that. He gave I, it to you the other night. The only thing, no, I would he say, gave it to you. The no, other no, night, but I think but he I'm can do it over the course of a series. Uh, I think over he could. But the only thing I would say about him it being a reality is everything's got to go just right, right. and they got to catch some breaks. Someone on the other team's got to be injured, so another team that wasn't quite <laughs> as good got through. He's got to have some stuff go his way, as Giannis <laughs> did last year. By the way, key. Random question,
1: yep. we may not have the answer to it, but you know how we did like who's the NBA comp for Russell Wilson? Who's the NFL comp for Jimmy Butler? It's a good question.
2: Well, I, I, I can't think. I know, I, I know, I I'm just say, I'm throwing it out there right now so we no, can talk I know, about I'm it, more. it. It'll be spinning yeah, in my head. Like
1: a guy like a quarterback that is just like, "Man, how's that dude end up like but he, it, he you feel like the yeah, energy Jimmy, that comes with Jimmy it all but Jimmy
2: Butler time. not an overachiever. Jimmy
0: Butler's not an overachiever. The dude was, he got no, he didn't get any playing time at first, then he was a defensive stopper, then he had 20
2: points a game. Oh, he's blowing up. Yeah, but I the door. No, no, no. It's
1: the way he came into superstardom. He came into it. But I'm saying, like, he was a guy, like, in Chicago, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was J.R. Rose. Yes. But, like, it was, like, defensive, at first, defensive player. And then he blossomed into the guy. Guys, it's yeah, almost never the guy, been a D guy at like first. Jimmy Butler who came from nowhere to defensive
0: stopper to defensive stopper, averaging twenty to a, the, the best the player on a team. Come on. So I guess so, this, this, I
2: guess. so I guess. So I guess Kawhi Leonard then would be Kawhi is uh, another great example. Oh yeah. Yeah. come
0: on, man! Another stop. No, Kawhi
2: is another great example, but he has physical certain
0: physical
1: attributes. Man, that's
0: a little like that's that's overachiever, that's that's just guy that
1: came out of.
5: No, I think I think it's interesting. Yeah. Like I think if you project it out, the guy that could be the Jimmy Butler of the NFL is like a guy like Jalen Hurts. Like, that's, if Jalen Hurts continues this good one. rise, the way he's going at the quarterback position, mm. gets his team to the playoff, continues to grow, doesn't get a lot of credit for what he does mm. well, mm. you know, people just look at what he doesn't do physically, I think Jalen Hurts could be the Jimmy Butler of the NBA. I think J- Jalen mm. Hurts is a
2: pretty good cop. That's
0: a good yeah, cop. Yeah,
5: I'm
2: sure, I'm sure we could find some Kyle Jalen Hurts would be a good one, all right Chris, I to think through it.
5: Let's move on. Rep versus reality. I think we know the rules now. I figured it out. Chris Paul <laughs> can win an NBA championship. Is that rep or reality?
1: That's reality. It's reality. I mean, they were right there last year. Um, You know, look, the Devin Booker injury really hurts him being out three to four weeks. And you can make the case that, man, the Pelicans have a legit shot to win this series. A legitimate shot. Like, these next two home games are going to be, it may be the best environment in the NBA. I may call New Orleans the best game playoff environment in the NBA. And the Pelicans have a shot to win. But, I mean, they were right there last year. It It was a legit shot.
2: It's certainly a legit shot in terms of reality for Chris Paul, but that window max is closing and out, and every time a game goes by and they don't get closer and closer, you sit there and you go to yourself. It might just turn into rep, but right Mm -hmm. now this is reality.
0: Key, I'm with you. The whole thing that you say, the Parcells thing, nothing good ever happens for that guy. You know, by the way, if you're the Pelicans now and Zion's ready to go and you know Booker can't go, I mean what Chris Paul is so snake bit one of the greatest players you ever want to see the perfect point guard and every time something happens with an injury to him to a teammate something man so I guess it's re- you got to say it's reality but man
5: All right, reverse reality uh Jason Tatum can lead his team to a championship lead his team to a championship reverse reality reality
1: I mean, I, I'm not even. I don't even need to answer that question. This dude yeah, is different, man. That's reality. I wanted to give up AD earlier in the year for him.
0: <laughs> reality. He might do it right now.
1: Going to take a lot more than AD.
2: I was trying. I wanted to bamboozle him. <laughs> Cross him over real quick. Yeah, might happen right now. What well, else you got, man. Evan? Come on, Evan. Let's go. Huh? Well, we're we're at break time. Evan.
5: Trey Young is a superstar. Rep or reality?
1: That that's a. I told you guys. I only have. Six superstars in all of the NBA. Pat's it's not mom i already decided this one. It's not a slight to Trey Young. Trey Young will be a superstar, but right now, like I only got six superstars. Six, that's it.
2: Yeah, Trey Young. Trey Young is a rep right now, but he'll be he'll be a superstar. He'll be on the reality side sooner rather than later.
5: It's unanimous. All right, Nicole Jokic is the MVP. Uh,
2: yeah, great Joel, Embiid, Jay, Joel hard and Bead Harden Great duo.
1: Joel Embiid.
5: No, Nicole Jokic
1: is the MVP. Go ahead, rep or uh, reality. I mean, I, that, that's reality because it's going to happen, but I, I'm just, I don't know,
2: man. Like, I, I'm with it's Max reality, argument. It's reality based on the rep of the regular season.
0: Yeah, the, the regular season MVP is hilarious yeah. to me. Come on, he's not no MVP regular season.
1: Your MVP has to get the Ten one out game. of
2: 15 teams are in the postseason
1: regular season. Got to give me one game in the is playoffs.
0: Is KD still the best player in the world? Is that still a reality? Keyshawn J. Max, that's coming up on ESPN Radio. G-Shawn, J-Will, and Max, the podcast.